Welcome back to 100.9 The Line, serving the Mason-Dixon line, both sides of the Mason-Dixon line. And we're also serving our community, and we're serving our community with some good information. And right now, I've got Mr. Gordon Denlinger on the line. He's with the National Federation of Independent Businessmen. And Gordon, welcome on the line. Thanks for joining me today. Thank you, Rod. Great to be with you again. Okay. Well, national business, uh, independent businesses, uh, what are you hearing out there? Let's get right into it, Gordon. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of continuing problems and concern. Um, and sadly, we're starting to hear of businesses that are not going to be reopening. Uh, and that was the big fear and concern at the beginning of this is that we would lose some number of our small businesses. But, you know, there's folks that are trying to track with it, trying to get to the relief funds and navigate this. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's always, you know, the big promises of relief sometimes don't equate to the reality. And so what we're dealing with at NFIB is folks continuing to, to struggle and a lot of frustration, frankly, is what we're hearing at this point. Well, the the new monies or the second batch, the, the 300 and some odd billion second batch of relief fund. Uh, and let's just back up a little bit. The the first PPP program that came out, the, the monies went rather quickly. And there was this, I'm going to call it a scandal, if you will, where some of these big businesses, uh, well, like a Wells Fargo or so forth, uh, they were uh, putting the small guys' applications to the back of the pack, and they were processing all the big guys so that they would get the better commissions. And, uh, of course, we know that's wrong. And then when the small businesses got there, the money's gone. Of course, then the lawsuit started. And then, well, now we have this second batch of programs uh, that's coming out. Um, so has the, the system crashed and burned, I guess, Monday. They were unable to uh, process. What do you know about that? Yeah, you know, it, it really overwhelmed the whole system. And yes, there are deep questions about who got what in this process. And I, uh, I, I hold that concern. You know, the money was supposed to be spread equitably. And one mistake they made was allowing publicly traded corporations, the bigger guys, to, uh, to dip into this thing as well. And so you had, you know, folks that are pretty, pretty large, massive corporations dipping into the pool that was supposed to be for the mom and pop shops, you know, the corner, corner deli, the corner store, whatever on main street. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and that, that just took up the money right away. And as you mentioned, some of the big banks really took big chunks of it. And, uh, and, and we're glad to see that they came back around with another round of it, you know, the additional 310 billion. But, uh, you know, if the same, structures in place, it's just going to get gobbled up all over again. So we really needed some correction and we needed it really pushed down to the smaller businesses and frankly, probably the smaller banks as well. Mm -hmm. You know, not so much the big guys, but the, the community banks, you know, the folks that are in your town or in your, your little area and those folks that are very tied to the mom and pop type stores and businesses. So, you know, I think it was too high level that chewed up the funds too quickly uh, so, you know, we were hoping for some correction to kind of readdress that. I'm not sure we really got it uh, in this second bill that passed. But um, but folks are trying to do it, still working with their banks. And, and we are hearing money is flowing to, to many. Okay. Uh, but a lot of folks are still frustrated. 
at this point. Yeah, I I know. I think we talked before, and I mentioned that I'm affiliated with Johnny's Restaurant and Hotel Service here in Chambersburg. And, uh, you know, it went very well because we dealt with a local small-town bank, Orrestown Bank, and I'm hearing locally F&M, Orrestown. I don't know much about ACNB Bank, but uh, those two in, in specifics, uh, or had done very well with the small business guys that dealt with them. They got their monies expediently. I mean, these guys were working the weekend. I mean, I was getting emails on Saturday, Sunday, funded. I mean, it was a five-day process from the beginning to the end, and it went very smoothly with the local small-town bank. And I'm sensing that the, the big guys, as we're talking about, it did not happen nearly that well for them with the small guys anyway. But uh, so you're hearing then that the crash was Monday. Then Tuesday, I guess they got back up. And you're hearing that small guys, mom and pops, are getting monies? Some are, yes. Some of it's flowing. And as you mentioned, there have been, you know, some of the, the regional banks uh, here across PA uh, that did did better, you know, that, that really, you know, dove into this thing, figured the system out and have gotten money to their people. So, yes, we're talking to business owners, some number who have funds in their account, and they're able to use that. Now, there's still, you know, the limitations, the 75-25 split. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had we had hoped at NFIB to see that flexed a little bit, uh, but it's 75% for payroll and 25% for some other overhead costs. Mm-hmm. And uh, unfortunately, in the second bill, we didn't get movement on that. The other thing the eight-week window uh, that's part of the loan forgiveness system under PPP, we had hoped they would extend that on out because, you know, you get money, but then are you supposed to bring all of your workers back even though you're under a stay-at-home order from Governor Wolf and do you just pay them to stand around or sit at home or what do you do with that? So we had hoped to see the money, you know, be able to use, be used a little further out than just the eight week window. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately we didn't, we didn't get that through either, but um, we're hoping for continued tweaks and adjustments to this thing to really make it small business friendly and, uh, and do some good things for, for our communities. Mm-hmm. Well, I know you're really tied in with legislators and so forth. And one of the things now, the first, which is Friday, uh, C- commander or excuse me, governor Wolf has uh, le- uh, loosened up a couple things, uh, golf courses and, I don't know, something about marinas, uh, which doesn't make any sense. You, you didn't say anything about pleasure boats, but it, you, you can do a fishing charter, but pleasure, but I don't know. Uh, some of this stuff gets under my skin, and I, I get too frustrated. And, uh, but uh, um, so these things, uh, what you're mentioning here, uh, is uh, they're all good things, but we're just not opening back up as quickly as as the American people, uh, a lot of them in this area anyway, would like to see happen. And the monies, like you said, I, I appreciate your efforts there. I, I didn't realize that, that you guys were working on trying to get a extenuate. I mean, the percentage could slide a little bit. Maybe it's 85, 15. Uh, that's a great initiative, something I didn't even think about. Um, and then also about the time window, because, yeah, this time window, I mean, eight weeks, uh, it sounds like a long time. And I, that puts to like June 15 in my situation there. And, uh, you know, we're, we're basically going to be opening up, according to some of the reports here, not till the end of May and restaurant tours. Um, they're not available until under the green light to be uh, what's going to be fully open. But uh, who knows what that's going to look like? They start talking about 50 percent and so many people. I mean. It's nuts. 
Yeah, and it's and it's a road back. You know, it isn't like turning a switch on all of a sudden, especially in the hospitality industry. Mm-hmm. You know, it's going to take time for people to be comfortable to get in that car and you know, or get on that airplane or go to that convention or that ball game. I mean, it's this is a road back, and mm-hmm. you know, it's fine to say, yeah, we want it, but are we individually willing to do that? And I talking to folks in the uh, the restaurant. Lodging Association, they say that, you know, 9-11, it, it took about 18 months for mm-hmm. people to be willing to get back on an airplane after everything that happened with 9-11. Mm-hmm. And you had mentioned, Rod, that uh, that the governor has done some tweaks, some some adjustments, and we, we appreciate that construction mm-hmm. and reopen uh, as of uh, May 1st. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's good, following the important safe guidelines. Um, Senator... Doug Mastriano from uh, out in your area there mm-hmm. um, has gotten through a bill on e-notarization, electronic notarization, uh, which is so critical. You know, we need that for car sales, virtual car sales. Mm-hmm. We need that for the real estate folks, and there is some tweak now on the real estate. The virtual is uh, starting to open up. So uh, so a real win for uh, Senator Doug Mastriano. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, there's some good things happening. Yeah. And sometimes when people come forward with bills, you know, even if the governor isn't going to sign the actual bill, it nudges his administration mm-hmm. to, to make some tweaks and adjustments. So it's worth the effort to try to uh, to push him a little bit. Mm-hmm. As long as it, you know, safety is always number one. But uh, you know, governor, can we start to get this thing mm-hmm. you know restarted? Get the economy yeah. moving again. Yeah. So. All right, Gordon. Well, we're going to have to pause here for a moment. But you're exactly correct. Governor Mastriano has been doing a fantastic job. And no, that wasn't a slip. That's a that's a hint. That's a clue. That's a where we're heading. This is 100.9 The Line. Okay, welcome back to 100.9 The Line. We're practicing social distancing, so I have my interviewees calling in. And that's been a great thing because I get some people that generally I wouldn't have on the show. And Gordon Denlinger... He's with the National Federation of Independent Businesses. He's been giving us a lot of good insight into the PPP program, the new monies, and just about, oh, in general, where we're at. Uh, Gordon, thanks again for being on today, and uh, you've been spreading a lot of good information with us here today. Thank you, Rod. Always great to, to be with you. Yeah. Yes. So one of the other items of, I guess, garden centers. Now, garden centers is kind of a misnomer, if you will, uh, because you got the Lowe's, and they're selling a lot of stuff. Uh, some of these things just don't make any sense. Uh, stores that are essential, non-essential, who's open, who's not open. So uh, Pennsylvania, we're focused on May the 8th. What, what's your thoughts uh, where we should be going? Or, or I mean, obviously, we, we, we listen to uh, Commander Wolf, or excuse me, Governor Wolf, and that's not an excuse me. I call him Commander because it just seems like we've gotten a little... Um, high on the horse here with all this stuff, and uh, hopefully we can work through some of these things. What's best for the small businesses? But what's your thoughts here now, moving into the next week? Yeah, well, um, you know, it's continuing to to push uh, the commander, as you call him. Uh, <laughs> that a boy, I love it. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> to, give us, to give us some flexibility, you know, and 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 lean into this thing a little bit, you know, not not to see harm come, but. You know, when people can safely distance or it's outdoor activities or what have you, you know, let's, let's take a hard look. Can, can we give some, some space here? You mentioned garden centers and, you know, 
for us uh, at NFIB, this has been a major frustration because, you know, the big box guys, um, and they're important too, but, you know, the Lowe's and mm-hmm. the depots and all of that, they've been able to keep doors open and they all have garden centers. So, you know, they're out there selling plants uh, and, you know, vegetables and, uh, you know, good for them. But when we're forcing the, the smaller privately owned garden center or greenhouse down the street to be closed, well, that's a bias that's really hurting the little guy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that is just wrong. And we see so many cases of this with what the Wolf administration has done where, you know, it just doesn't align, it doesn't fit, and they have not been transparent in the way they've released who they approved <clears throat> under the waiver system and who they did not. Uh, so there is uh, a gripe the media has had, and uh, we share that gripe, but they really did not release their uh, their decision process on waivers. So, so that's a frustration, mm-hmm. but uh, more flexibility. Let's lean into this thing. Let's get uh, get people back to work again. Yeah, I agree with that. Now, golf courses, of course, are happy that the finally they get to open up on Friday. Um, and you're right. We talked about you know you ask for the world, and maybe you'll you know you'll whittle it down. You know, you, you always go more than you want. Kind of like when you go for a raise, you you know you're not going to get five bucks an hour, and you start at that, <laughs> and then you negotiate downward. And and but you know we talked about. Uh, Mastery, Senator Mastriano, I wanted to call him Governor Mastriano because I think he, he's really maybe, I don't know if he's charting himself towards that direction or not, but he's been doing a fantastic job and he doesn't pull any punches. I mean, he has been on top of this and really batting heads with Wolf and he's really been quite uh, communicative. These numbers he's talked about are all messed up. Uh, which we've had, I don't know, I think there's up to 12 coroners now in Pennsylvania that said the numbers aren't right. I mean, just yesterday they had this uh, a death somewhere, right? And the, they said it was a coronavirus. No, they were stage four cancer. They were in hospice care, but they still just listed as coronavirus. Every, everything's corona. And still the flus have outpaced. Uh, there's more uh, flu deaths this year than corona. Uh, so it just, you know, the, the numbers are, are all boogered up. And uh, it just doesn't give you a warm and fuzzy when these things happen. And I don't know. I, I got it's eight twenty two. I've got to run, but I want to ask you one final question: Is it your perception too that sometimes that that health let Levine, her and Wolf aren't on the same page? You'll you'll listen to her in an interview or a press conference, and you listen to him, and it doesn't seem like uh, we're getting the same information out of the, to those two people. Well, you know, we run into that. We run into the lack of transparency, you know, what, what's in, going into these decisions. And, you know, they claim that what they're doing is science-based. Well, you know, the science in 47 or 48 other states is somehow different than what it is. <laughs> Good I'm point. Sure. Good point. I'm not, not sure how that lines up. But, uh, but yeah, I do want to just give a shout-out uh, for Senator Mastriano and, and a lot of your reps there in uh, your general area have done a, a stellar job over in the Capitol, trying to bring some balance and some some perspective to all of this thing. So, so at uh, NFIB, we we appreciate their good efforts to stand with small business. And uh, and Rod, I appreciate this because it's a chance for you and I to put it out there for small business owners and the whole community. 
Well, I, I, I appreciate you, Gordon. And, and you're all, <laughs> I got to tell you, it's been fun uh, having you on a couple of times. You're a little more even keel than I am. I can get whizzed up and start getting loud. And you just, you just keep, <laughs> I can tell you've been in front of legislatures before and lobbyists that uh, you have that, that mentality and that attitude where you, you know, you've got to keep the, keep the level stuff. And I appreciate that. All right, Gordon. Well, we're going to have to get out of here. It's 823 in the morning. I've had Gordon Gordon Denlinger. He's with the NFIB, National Federation of Independent Businesses. I hope you've learned a lot this morning. I know I have, and it'll be on our podcast if you missed it. This is 100.9 The Line.